Greetings, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Decision Hour. I'm your host, Adam Bird. This show is about philanthropy, entrepreneurship, positive thinking, and humanity. A show to help you make that decision when that hour is upon you. Our guests share some of their experience, expertise, and their stories during their decision hour. You get to hear what they're doing today and how it might help you in the near future. My guest today is the same way. She's doing some amazing things in the community, and I'm going to bring her on here in just a few moments. But first off, I want to give a huge thanks to Heroes Media Group, all the great shows and sponsors of the network. To learn more about Heroes Media Group or how you can become part of the HMG family, simply go to www.heroesmediagroup.com. Now, today, my guest is, she's a... Uh, Award-winning coach, she's a speaker, and she is a best-selling author, and I've had the privilege to uh, know this lady for several years now, and this this uh, interview has been uh, about two years in the making, so I'm excited to have her on. So without further ado, I'm going to present to you Mrs. Chris Atley. Chris, how are you? Great. Hi, Adam. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I'm excited because uh, you and I have been talking uh, the last couple of years, just kind of uh, via email and whatnot. We've always talked about doing an interview and then, you know, life always throws us curves. So it's, uh, it's great that we're able to connect and I'm excited to have you here today. Totally. Me too. We were just saying before we started divine timing. So I'm, I'm going to go with that. And it was meant to be right now. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, Chris, why don't you tell the listeners about yourself? Sure. So I don't know how much detail you want me to get in. So if I'm get into it, on, get into it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, if everyone hasn't heard yet. I am Canadian. I don't think I've said a or out or about just yet. <laughs> but I, uh, <laughs> that, that was a good one, right? <laughs> yeah, that was good. I was taking a drink of coffee and almost spit it out everywhere. <laughs> I love it. Um, so I, I am Canadian and right now I live in California and my big dream was to move out here. And uh, previously in, um, in Canada, I was in the insurance industry actually. So I know we talked a lot about, you know, your listeners are, most people are going through a transformation or looking to do something new. And so I think this story will really well, really hit home. You know, I was, uh, I was in insurance, which I actually chose. Most people kind of fall into it. I chose I, my degree was in psychology and I knew I always wanted to help people had a summer job, um, where my stepdad worked for about 30 years actually, and saw some job postings about, uh, adjusters helping people who were injured in car accidents. And I just thought that sounded like a great fit. So I um, got a job right out of university and worked in that industry for about 10 years and moved up and excelled and did lots of stuff there and really enjoyed it for the, the most part until about halfway in. And halfway in, I really felt like I wasn't passionate anymore and was really, by this time I was handling really large property and liability claims and, you know, for the province of Ontario and sexual abuse claims and prison claims and um, all kinds of different things and for Home Depot and, you know, slip and falls and lots of different stuff. So 
Um, so that it was kind of cool, but it was also seeing people at their worst at the same time. Right. So when you, when I was really helping people, it felt great. But, um, when I was seeing people really trying to sue and, you know, get what they could get, it just started to be a turnoff. Um, but I couldn't figure out what I wanted to do. So I, um, you know, looked at all these different things, thought about going back to school, nothing really felt quite right. And then ended up going through a really hard time, lost my dad unexpectedly after my um, first child was born a couple months later. So it was already pretty overwhelmed. And, uh, and we also moved the day he came, uh, my son came, which was a whole, that's a whole other story. But <laughs> so it was pretty crazy. And then a couple months later, my dad passed away. And just went through a really, you know, rough time. Uh, my parents were divorced, so the decisions were kind of left up to me. And, you know, just kind of did some soul searching, but not in a positive way, more in a, you know, what the heck, what's life all about? Why are we here? What are we doing? And ended up being led to the movie The Secret. And then that's really what changed everything for me. You know, that our thoughts could create our... Um, our reality that just blew me away even though when you study it you look back and you think oh, okay I was actually doing it but I wasn't consciously aware that it was possible right right yeah and so I um from there you know they said follow your bliss and I knew I wanted to move to California and thankfully my husband was on board so we started putting that in the works and in the meantime, I was studying everything I could get my hands on on the topic of, you know, for those of you who don't know what the secret is, it's all about the law of attraction. Started reading all of these books and then came across coaching and thought, oh my gosh, this is the perfect fit and hired a coach to make sure and that I liked coaching right. and the process, right? And then ended up making all of these incredible changes in my own life that I wasn't expecting at all. So then I really believed in the process and ended up going and getting certified and then starting my business and was able to leave my um, insurance career. So that that's kind of the nuts and bolts of how I became a coach. <laughs> so, so Chris, let me let me ask you something. That that whole process of becoming a coach. Yeah. People that are listening, that are thinking about being a coach, you said you got certified. Where did you get certified? Or if somebody's wanting to become a coach that's inquiring about it right now, where did you go and, and kind of share some of that experience, what that experience was like going through that process? Yeah, that's such a great question. So for me, I hired the coach first to make sure. And that that person just came about divinely for sure it turned nobody in Canada at that time knew what coaching was so very few oh. you know so I am what year am I in I think my 10th year right now so 10 years ago so nobody knew what it was but my best friend happened to know what it was and her husband was um doing some coaching with somebody in Las Vegas referred me to him yeah such a crazy small world right referred me to him he was too expensive at the time for me, but gave me the name of his apprentice and I started working with her and she was amazing. So that was kind of the first one. And then I started researching the coaching schools and I went with Coach U, short form for university, Coach mm -hmm. University, yeah. which I think was the founding school uh, for coaching. Mm -hmm. 
And so I went with them and it was such a great experience. I flew to Chicago. So I was still living in the Toronto area at the time. Flew to Chicago. My husband and I went. We left our little guy at home and uh, who was still a baby. And then we went and so funny. I just was looking in our safe the other day and found all these notes that I had kept. My husband put notes all around the hotel room saying how proud he was of me and how this is going to be great because I was so nervous and felt so sick to my stomach for me when I get nervous and get out of my comfort zone it's all in my gut and you know it was just the sweetest thing he he left when I started the training and I found all these notes um so anyways I had forgotten all about that and yeah so I took this course and it was a week-long intensive and then a few months of phone call follow-up and it was such a great course. Nice. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. And I would say for anybody looking into it, you know, the coaching, um, coaching industry isn't regulated, but they do have some of the ICF, the International Coach Federation. That's kind of the governing board for coaching. So if it ever did become regulated, things would likely flow through them. And so you can, you know, be a certified coach through them. And there's a bunch of coaching schools that they authorize. And so I would suggest just in case it becomes regulated later that you choose a school that is affiliated with the ICF. That's some good advice right there. So those of you that are listening, make sure you check that ICF. If you're looking to be a coach, get, uh, go to get certified. She said, you don't have to, but it's, it's smart. It, it would be the smart thing to do to have that on there. So, Chris, what type of coaching? Now, there's different types of coaching. If I'm and Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm not usually. At least today I'm not. Um, <laughs> it's, there's different types of coaching, right? So you have like business development coaching, like professional develop, or, or personal development and stuff like that. What type of coaching do you specialize in? Yeah, that's such a great question. And there is... Um, such a wide range of coaching right now and people saying they're coaches when they haven't had a coach training, you know, that's kind of seems to be the new buzzword as well. So (laughs) just something to think about to actually have the credentials that go along with it. Um, But anyways, yeah. So I am a business success coach. So I work a lot with small business owners, entrepreneurs who are either working for themselves or have a small team and who are, you know, they've seen business success. So they're usually a few years in. I used to work more with people who were just starting out, but not so much anymore. And what, as I've evolved and grown over the years, I've really started to focus on the mindset piece and the belief systems. Um, so people have these, you know, massive goals and lifestyle goals that they want to achieve and their business that they're super passionate about really is their vehicle for helping them to live the life that they want to live. And so we look at the belief systems they need to have in place in order to create the results so that they can live that lifestyle. And this really evolved over the past 10 years. It is not where I started at all. <laughs> that's, that's interesting that you, that so I'm, I'm assuming you do some type of visual visualization, exercising exercises and stuff like that. Is, yeah. Is that- I've kind of put together everything I've learned. So I would say for the belief work, I do a lot of exercises with the subconscious 
because that's where our belief systems lie. So I bring in that piece where I'm literally helping people um, step in and out of outcomes. So it's, you know, they're moving around and they're, they're doing things like that. It's a really cool process. And then I also do um, combine the spiritual work with using the universal laws. So it's really about what energy they're putting out is what they're going to get back. Right. right. So we do a lot of stuff with that. And then looking at what are, what are the beliefs that are, you know, causing a heavier energy deep down. So somebody doesn't feel good enough deep down but they're not consciously aware of it. They're actually putting out that energy and they're seeing more back of that in their life and not getting the results that they want. So that's, and then we do the practical too. So we focus on time management and sales and all of that great stuff. So those of you that have been listening to the show for the latter part of about 18 months now uh, under the new brand, uh, understand that I've talked about a, like law of attraction and, and the importance of it and how even myself, because I'm a man enough to admit my, my, my shortcomings is that this, these are all things that Chris is talking about are stuff that people deal with on a daily basis. And, and you got to overcome that, that blockage, if you will. Um, and, and, and you, you, I think it was in the secret, you mentioned the secret and I'm a big fan of, of that. I've, I've got the audio book. I got the movie. And, and they use it as a, um, there's a section in there where they talk about your, our bodies are, are like radio antennas and we're sending out the frequencies and, and whatnot. And I, I'm a firm believer uh, in that. And it's, it's people, it's easy to think of the negative things, the things that you don't have. But when you think about it deep down, it should be just as easy to think about the positive things in your life as well then. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I love that. And I love that you have um, so many versions of the secret around your place. It's awesome. It's, <laughs> so it, do I. It's, it's, it's literally, it, it started with, with the secret. And then I moved to uh, several of Napoleon Hill's books, uh, the yeah. think and grow rich. And the one that really got me though, think and grow rich is the popular one uh, that most people and business owners that it should have. But the one that a lot of people don't realize, Napoleon Hill wrote a book prior to that called uh, Outwitting the Devil. Um, And that one there, he actually sits down at what he envisions to be the actual devil and has a conversation with it. And it's a great book. And it's 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 kind of it puts a kind of a spiritual twist uh, on it, but it really gets you thinking. So, oh, awesome. You know, I just heard about that one recently. I'll have to check. You got to check that one out. Yeah. So yeah, exactly what you were saying about the frequency and, you know, we, we can choose, we can choose to worry about the future or we can choose to imagine an amazing future. Right. Chris, why don't you give the listeners right now that are listening and they want to get in touch with you, how can they get in touch with you? Sure. Yeah. You welcome to go to my website, which is chrisatley.com spelled C-H-R-I-S-A-T-L-E-Y.com. And there's some cool free gifts there. We didn't get to talk too much today about self-care, but well, I'll just chat about it really quick. That's exactly about what we were just saying with the frequency that we're putting out and self-care, you know, is so much more than just going for a manicure or pedicure or something like that. It's really about taking that time to slow down, to listen to that divine communication that we all have access to that's ready and willing to show us our next steps. And we need to feel good enough to receive it. And that's where I found the, um, the missing link with some of the the teachings around the universal law, because I 
when I heard it, I knew that it was the truth that we could be, do, and have anything in life and we could attract what we want into our lives and all of that great stuff. I knew wholeheartedly that was the truth. And I studied everything I could, like I was telling you about, but I couldn't make things happen in my business. I couldn't get to the next level. And it wasn't until I started studying belief systems and the subconscious. And then, you know, I've taken some trainings and got certified in that myself. So I can help people because my transformation was so big once I studied that. And then I was able to really get out of my own way. And my business grew like 10 times the amount in 10 months, something crazy like that. But, um, so yeah, so the self-care I just feel is so important. It's really much more than that. It's about loving and honoring yourself enough to do that. And so I put together this free course where you, it's a challenge to do something for yourself every day for 21 days. And that's, this was divinely led and I'm getting the tingles talking about it, but I honestly, the results people were getting and continue to get are just mind blowing, like writing a book that they've always wanted to do, switching careers, you know, like just amazing. And started with taking the time to drink their coffee hot, having a certain spot in the house just to sit and relax and read something like simple this. things, but we don't do it until we're, we're programmed. Right. <laughs> Chris, you're, you're bringing up a couple of things. I want to, I want to go back here real okay. quick. And you're talking about slowing down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, yeah. You're talking about slowing down in, in your experience as a coach and whatnot. Do you, do you feel that that's what people have the most trouble with is that slowing down and making, making themselves a priority? You know, I think it's easy. I'm going to speak from personal experience for, for just a moment. Yeah. I have, I'm, I'm always on the go. I'm constantly boom, boom, boom. You know, I'm, I'm running a business and if I'm not running the business, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm also a single parent. I have custody of my son. I'm, I'm doing stuff with a, you know, I got a teenager now who's, who's starting high school. <laughs> oh my God. I can't believe I said that he's starting high school. And, and if he's not doing stuff, then I'm at the house trying to fix something at the house or clean the house or something like that. It's constantly like, boom, boom, boom. So I started not religiously, but I started getting up in the mornings at four 30 and I'll, I'll go for like a four mile walk. And wow. that, that just kind of helps me clear. I take about an hour just to kind of clear my head. And it actually, it, it helps w- when I get motivated enough to do it. Um, but I, I, you know, in talking with other people that I deal with on a daily basis, do you feel like that people have that trouble of, of making time for themselves? It's like setting it aside and say, listen, at three o'clock, I'm done for today. And I'm from three to five. It's me. I don't want to, I'm not doing anything else. It's all about me. Absolutely. Yeah. It's the biggest thing that I see. And then it's also the biggest catalyst for transformation too. So it's, it's so crazy. And it's, you know, it's one of those things like we, we know we should do it, but we don't do it. Right. Like same with working out, we know we'll feel better, but it's when we get busy, it's the first thing to go. (laughs) It's the same thing. And, and, you know, and I slipped too. I was telling you that before the call I slipped too. And it's a, I'm convinced my biggest life lesson. And all I know is when I really take the time to do the extra things and for me, it's become addictive. So I start every morning with a success routine, meditation, reading, and that's still not enough. It's still not enough. So it's, you know, fitting in a few extras like a beach walk or, you know, just to swim or 
you know, anything, a walk in nature, hot bath, anything like that. It's just a, another couple of extras because it feels so good when you take that time for yourself and everything else flows, every, every single thing. You also mentioned uh, the challenge that you have on your website for people. You mentioned uh, do it for 21 days. Yeah. Why 21 days? You know, I think I heard somewhere along the line that it takes 21 days to create a habit. And then someone else told me the other day that, no, it takes 66 days or something like that. So we might have to change it. But I actually challenged that whole thing because that's a belief that started and everybody's bought into. So, you know, it's just kind of one of those random things where I thought, let's do it for 21 days. I also felt like it wouldn't be too overwhelming. I think if you ask people to do something for longer than that, then it becomes overwhelming and they'll give up. I, so, I, I, I use the 21 days for, for clients and, and uh, you know, listeners and whatnot. I've brought up that 21 day uh, habit. That's why I bring that up. So those of you are listening, you didn't hear it from me this time. You heard it from Chris. It just <laughs> 21 days, get your butt up and let's get it going, you know. Right. Absolutely. And it just feels so good. And then from an energetic perspective, if you're relaxed and feeling good, you're going to attract more in your life. That's relaxing. And that feels good. So it's, it all goes together. And, you know, someone once said, I think maybe Lisa Nichols, that if you, um, that you want to fill your cup up first and give from your saucer. And that's so true, right? If you think about yeah. when you feel at your best, you're taking care of yourself, you're, you know, whatever it is, eating well, um, exercising, but this is more for your mental game, right? So right. what does it, what does it take to feel good? Is it meditation or being out in nature, whatever that is? And then, um, you know, you're going to get more of that back and you're also going to be able to give more to other people, including your family. Gotcha. Now, Chris, you're on the show called the decision hour. And I want you to think of a time in your life and you kind of, kind of hinted around to, to a few decision, decision hours yourself in your, in your life. But I want you to give, give, pick one, uh, time in your life where you had the actual the, the decision now your feet are on the line you had to make a decision it's either this or that uh tell us tell the listeners about that time and what the atmosphere was like and how you went through it okay yeah that's awesome so a couple come to mind maybe i could share both really quickly yeah. that's okay absolutely rule breaker um <laughs> so the first one definitely is uh, deciding to leave my career. So I had started my business. I had a few clients that I was trying to fit in, in the evenings and on the weekends. I also had, you know, a son who I don't think was even a year old yet, or maybe just over a year by this point. And it just was getting too crazy to try to juggle everything. And I just remember making that decision that I uh, oh, I had also been able to negotiate going down to part-time, which was unheard of in this male-dominated industry that I was in. So I had done that for a little bit after I went back um, from maternity leave in Canada. We have a year. I know. It's crazy. Um, <laughs> so I went back a little early, actually, and went back part-time. And then it was time to go back full-time. So they only allowed me to do that for a little bit. And so... And in the meantime, I had done, you know, the coaching certification. And like I said, had the clients going 
And I just remember feeling so scared to make this decision and trying to get reassurance from everybody else around me, which never really works. Um, but I just had to do it. I just knew it was the right thing. But I, again, the gut thing for me was so strong. I felt so sick to my stomach. And I think I also had a bit of the flu at the time. And I just remember like being down on all fours in the shower and just like, it just was agonizing making this decision. And then I finally just made it and went in, you know, that following week and told my boss, that's what I was doing. And that was it. <laughs> Never looked wow. back. Best decision ever. <laughs> and that was 10, about 10 years ago. Yeah. 10 years ago. And I had been with that or in that industry for 10 years to the week wow. too. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's great. a great story. Thank you. Yeah. And that. then That's if great. I can share the other one, yeah, really please. Quickly, it's really powerful too. Um, is, and, and, you know, the one with, with the leaving the job, it's, it's just one of those things where indecision can feel so scary, but right. once you make the decision, it's like such a load is off your shoulders. Right. right? Yeah. Um, so it, to anyone making that decision, just plow through and follow your heart because it's, wow. um, it can't not work out if you keep moving forward. Nice. Um, the other one is, so we finally moved out to California. My husband was able, well, he ended up having to transfer companies in Toronto to be with a company that was, um, uh, more prominent out in California for more opportunities. So he had a job, but he needed to work for their Toronto office. And, uh, and, and I would always visualize, I want this to be an amazing opportunity for my husband. And I kept seeing him smiling. And for some reason we just, we were surfing. We didn't know how to surf at the time. So we, I just pictured him in a wetsuit and smiling and happy. And I knew that meant everything else was great for him too, career, you know, everything. And so we finally made it out and um, he had a you know, great opportunity and we were inland. So we were by the mountains in California. So about an hour from the beach, not far. Um, and at first we wouldn't even apply for any jobs out in that way because we're like, it's not the beach, it's not the beach. And then finally, like, I think this is the way to get, get out there, you know, it took us a a little while. So we finally get out there and our ultimate dream was to move down to the beach. And then his job changed a few times and he kept getting promoted, which was amazing. And we kept waiting for it to be closer to the beach because we didn't want him to have a huge commute with, you know, having little kids and he wouldn't see them and stuff like that. So we made that decision. So finally we go, this is crazy. After about three years, this is crazy. This isn't how it works. You make the decision first and the how shows up second so we said let's put the house up for sale <laughs> put it up for sale i think this was in may we'll take our time you know all summer and then be able to get the kids you know where they're going to be for the fall well it sells right away for we priced it high because we weren't in a rush uh, the first person who walked through came in with an offer right with what we were asking <laughs> So we're like, okay, this is the right thing that we're doing. Thank you, universe, for showing us the house. So then we had nowhere to live, you know, and we found <laughs> an house in where we are now in San Diego, came up all divinely inspired. And then the best part of this story is that my husband had a huge commute. 
And at first we were going to move to a beach that was closer for him. And we thought, yeah, but do we really want to move because of a job? Like where would we want to go if the job didn't matter? And it was San Diego. So he was commuting two hours one way. So four hours a day. It was crazy. So he said, I'll give this three months. Literally, it was the week before it was going to be three months. He got this huge, crazy promotion. Didn't matter where he lived as long as he was near an airport. And it all worked out. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. So I want that one I wanted to share because it's like, this is how it works. You make the decision and the universe is there to support you, but you have to feel good enough and worthy enough to keep saying yes to each next step, even though it feels like scary as hell. You really got to believe it. You really have to believe it is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. And have like the ultimate trust and faith that it's going to work out. That's amazing story (laughs) because that's like, there's probably five or six incidences in there. Like, "Eh, I don't know know about this. No, yeah. that, no, that doesn't work for me. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, no. Yeah, we could have said no. At and then any all time. of a sudden, just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is so cool, Chris. What are you doing now? Or you know, what what's next for you? What's what's in the future for you, moving forward? Yeah, well, um, so I'm continuing to coach and speak, which I love. And then I've also just started a nonprofit, which I'm super excited about. That's kind of moving slow, but we're we're going to ramp up soon, I'm sure of it. Um, but really to teach youth these same, same principles so that they can be, do, and have anything in life and to really take a stand for their dreams and learn how to do this. I love that. Now... Your nonprofit is that up? Is there somewhere where people can f- see that, or is yeah, that is no, that in the works? That's in it's, the works. Okay, so yeah, folks, it's we'll, in the works, but it's coming. And you know, I I just feel really passionate. I was listening to a book this morning, funny enough, during a a beach run, and which is where I get all my divine inspiration, and just you know, reconnecting to that passion and, you know, what you're excited about and what you're inspired about to get up in the morning. And I thought, no, I really need to put some more effort into this right now because I really am just passionate about making a difference for that age group. So folks, that just goes to tell you right there that Chris will be back on the show later on telling us once, once the, uh, the nonprofit for the kids hold me is, accountable. Is, is, uh, so. I love it. <laughs> Chris, before we let you go, I got one other question for you. Sure. For the listeners that are out there right now, and they, they've been listening listening to you, and make sure you guys, uh, you know, if you if you're listening and you want to work with Chris and you want to reach out to her, go to her website. It's chrisatley.com, and um, make sure you, make sure you reach out to her. You'll be happy that you did. But for the listeners out there that are listening right now, and their their decision hour is upon them, what advice would you give them? I would say to really, as best as you can, tune into your heart and make decisions from your heart because the head can just talk us out of it. And, you know, I was on this um, kind of spiritual retreat. We worked with a shaman in Peru and was so amazing. And he just had the greatest advice that we should make decisions from our heart about what we're passionate about, what we love and what brings us joy and then use our mind for the wisdom that it has to carry it out. 
And I thought, oh, that is just right. How amazing. And it's almost like giving yourself the permission to just really tune into your heart and be honest and give yourself permission and then use, you know, your wonderful mind to help you put the pieces in place after. Awesome. Chris, appreciate you being on the show today. Oh, thank you so much, Adam. And I was going to say too, connect with me online too. I would, you know, love to connect with everybody. I'm most active on uh, Facebook and Instagram. So just look for me there and would love to connect with you guys. All right. And folks, I'm going to make sure that we have Chris's information up on the show page, uh, as well as on the network page once, uh, once this is up. So again, Chris, love having it's always a pleasure talking to you oh you too and i appreciate you taking time to uh join us today absolutely thank you so much this is awesome what a great interview with uh chris atley awesome talking with her been uh known her for a few years and that's uh something that we've been trying to do is getting her on the show uh, here now. So I'm very happy that uh, we were able to get Chris on the phone. And make sure you go check out her website, chrisatley.com. That's C-H-R-I-S-A-T-L-E-Y.com. That's all the time I have today, folks. Um, quick shout out to Heroes Media Group. Again, all the shows and the sponsors. Uh, and a special sponsor for today's uh, episode, Frag Out Clothing Company. Make sure you go check out Nick in the Frag Out Clothing. Um, they do some great. They have some great shirts over there. So thank you, uh, Frag Out, for uh, sponsoring this, the Decision Hour today. Um, and if you're interested in becoming or doing your own podcast or becoming a part of the HMG family, please visit www.heroesmediagroup.com. Until next time, thank you. You've been listening to the Decision Hour.